0: Am I alone here? Must I do this myself? Uh, so be it. Magical.
1: shiny! Quest Gaming Networks presents Dungeon Crawler: All the loot hunting tips, tricks, and commentary your instance adventure can handle. Welcome to Dungeon Crawler! This episode is episode 5. Our record date is the night of November 24th, 2012. My name is Dave Deenforce Adams, and I'll be your host tonight, and I have some wonderful guests along with me for the ride. Tonight, we have, as as per usual, looks like uh, Brian Armstrong is becoming a regular guest on the show, and I'm glad to have him. Brian, welcome!
2: Hey, thank you. Good to be here. Feels
1: good to be regular. You know, being regular is where it's at. (laughs) It really is. Good to be here. Also, because I I begged and pleaded and got down on my knees and 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 did horrible, horrible tasks just to have her be on the show with us, we have Mistress Liz LeBeau. With us for the first time on Dungeon Crawlers. Yes, that's this is her, back from the Diablo podcast that we had, Diablo Off The Record, back again. Liz, say hi to everybody.
0: Hi, everybody. I think everybody thinks that I got fired off of the show. You did. Oh, I didn't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to make people wait. No, um, the, even before uh, we knew we were going over to Dungeon Crawler, he was like, please stay. Please. (laughs) And it's adorable. I can't say no.
1: Well, you had to make everyone, you know, filled with anticipation. Patient. Patient. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes, thank you, Dr. Frankfurter,
1: for that. You're welcome. <laughs> all right before we get into into the actual show let's let's go ahead and get our sponsor out of the way our wonderful wonderful sponsor tweaked audio some of the top quality earbuds money can buy lifetime guarantee thingy on these boys and they're they're crazy good some of the the best earphone quality and and make craftsmanship on the market on top of that because of the lifetime guarantee if you do end up destroying them <laughs> brian yeah, if you do end that. up destroying them uh you can call them back and and be like, "Hey bro, accidents happen." And the, they'll try to work with you to get you a brand new pair of of their wonderful wonderful headphones. Off the record, all one word, 30% off of all items at checkout. That brings the cheapest earphones in your cart down from 19.99 to a 12.99 value. And remember, pick up some of their best colors that they have. They have pink headphones, as well as natural, which is wood. 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 Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and get into the show. What do y'all say? Sounds good. No?
0: Hooray!
1: Y'all don't want to start the show? That's okay. We don't have to. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. First off, I I know I'm way too excited for this, so I'm just going to jump in and, and exclaim it to the world. I ran with Shadows and Vithor in Diablo 3. I finally got it.
0: What'd you get?
1: I got my plan for the Infernal Machine. Change. Yeah! That's <laughs> right. I finally got my Infernal Machine plan. So I can. Oh, it's amazing. I can sit down and farm the keys like a normal person instead of needing to, to run Act 4 over and over again. I ran Act 4. On Monster Power 3. At least 25 times.
0: How long did that take you each run through?
1: Each run through is... Well, I... I'm, You know me. I'm a Pokey Joe. I I like to just go around and do whatever. No, you don't.
0: No, you don't. I've played with you before. You're like, let's run through this. Well, on
1: these, I was killing everything. Because I was in Monster Power 3, so the more drops the better. So... I was I was taking my time. I wasn't just getting my kills and then running to him, but it was it took a while. Each run was probably I'd like to say an hour, probably a little bit less, maybe 30 45 minutes, but it still was a long time. I put weeks into this trying to get this thing. And and when I say that it took about 25 runs of Monster Power 3, I'm just counting the ones that I've tallied up. I'm not even counting the runs that I've done on Monster Power 5, the Monster Power 1 runs, any of those. I'm not even counting those. I'm ca- counting only my Monster Power 3 ones. took me 25 runs.
0: I'm so happy for you. How, how long does it take um, other people to get this Infernal Machine plan?
1: I've heard people get it first try. Honestly, it's supposed to have a 30% drop on Monster Power 3. That means between the third and fourth run, you should have it.
0: You that that game does not like you apparently. Yeah, That sucks.
1: Yeah, 25 runs. Let's just say on average I should have gotten it how many times? Uh probably eight times over. Eight. Yeah. I got wow. it finally. <laughs> After the t- Okay, first off, I was setting off time. Like I would set time aside where I would just get on just to run uh these Monster Power <laughs> <laughs> 3 runs. I I'm that serious. I was oh, I was into it. And today I was like, screw it, I have a show tonight. I'm gonna just run on and get one in before I have to go to lunch. And of course, it's the one I didn't care about that it would drop for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, now where does this drop again? Does it drop off a random thing or a boss or what it,
1: it's one of the new uh gate wardens that they put in.
0: Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah,
1: okay. And you have to have five stacks of Nephilim Valor before you even attempt him, or else there's a 0% chance it'll drop. Ugh. So, I, you know, that's the biggest problem with Act 4, is that there's so few of the uh, elites and rares before the, the boss, that you're lucky if you get exactly five, maybe six. It's really, really irritating that it's such a short distance because Act 4 is so tiny. Which, honestly, Act 4 in, in Diablo 2 was tiny too, so I get it, but still, it's irritating. Now, now that I'm able to actually go into the other acts, I feel like, ugh, oh, it's a breath of fresh air. It's, it's so nice. <laughs>
2: I thought you guys <laughs> you got, you got got the hard one out of the way. I'm yeah,
1: sorry. this is the, sorry. this is the pain in the butt one because I never have to do this again. What's up, Liz?
0: So you're never going to play Act 4 again? Never. I remember you saying that last time. I thought you said you uh, you thought Act 4 was lengthy, but apparently... Well... It, and I disagreed. I was yelling at my iPod. I was no, like, I should be there to shut
1: him up. He the problem is it's too short. <laughs> yeah. There's so few Rares and Elites before the Gate Warden that there were times when I would hit the Gate Warden before hitting five stacks, and I'd have to go back to town and start playing the... the uh, oh. Act four backwards. <laughs> I would teleport up to where Diablo is and go yeah. back through it. Killing, you know, through, uh, the, the crystal colonnade and all that back to where the, uh, what's his, but the, the key warden actually is in act four. But now that I have him, I have the plans. There's no reason for me to ever run act four again, unless I'm running with somebody else.
0: Now, can you sell those plans on the, on the uh, no. they I they are GTA'd, bound to not... account. And they drop,
1: so... Yeah, they, they are, they're also, they drop, and they, they're legendary colored, so I was all like,
2: "Ah." I saw, I was excited, oh my goodness!
1: (laughs) (laughs) I almost got killed because we, we, when it was me, Shadows, and Vythor, we accidentally pulled a pack while we, uh, were attacking Uh, the, the Key Warden, so we had these elites run in, were fighting us. While we had the Key Warden, we killed the Key Warden, and it dropped, and I saw the plans on the ground, and then I was being attacked by the other dudes, and I was too (laughs) out of it to even fight back, so I was just standing there like a tard, looking at my plans on the ground, like, "Uh, uh, uh."
0: (laughs) Now, were you playing your Barbarian at this point?
1: Yes, I was on my Barbarian when I got it.
0: I would like you to go through and um, make sure your other characters. <laughs> Can you? Can multiple characters get the same plans?
1: Well, the plans. Once you have them one time, they're across all of your all characters. Of yeah. Now the, this isn't the same thing. If I want to go on her, my uh, hardcore characters, I'm gonna have to get it again. Which irritates me. Has
0: anybody me. done that with the hardcore characters?
1: Well, not only that, but I'm I'm pretty sure that they've. Yeah, they they've they already have that going on with the hardcore, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: That's amazing.
0: <laughs> I was going to challenge you to do it.
1: I need to. I need to go ahead. That's my next challenge. I need to get a hardcore level 60. Yeah. I've yet to sit down and do that.
0: I think you can. I think I, you can. I think you can. I
1: used to in in Diablo 2, I definitely had that's what I did. I did had a 99 level hard hardcore level 99 character. I was it, I was so mad that I didn't put myself in the ladder. Well, yeah, I was they probably reset lucky. The ladders?
0: Oh yeah, you said they reset the ladders during yeah, the last episode. Yeah, last
1: week they did. <laughs> but After yeah, they they reset them. I'd like to say once a season, like in real life, once a season. Okay. You know, like every so often, or you know, it's a few times a year. I know that this is the probably the third time I've seen this year. That they've done it. But I, you know, I don't keep up with Diablo 2 as regularly as I should. Okay. But they do reset it multiple times.
0: But you have a Diablo show. Or you had. Yeah.
1: I guess yeah. you have a
0: Drone's and Trawler show.
1: Yeah, that's why they kicked me out of the Diablo shows. I wasn't keeping up with Diablo 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, on top of the, all this, I was excited, but I also uh, saw that we had a message from one of our lovely listeners... Explain that they, that Titan Quest is more in depth than I had previously thought. In fact, I said that there were, it felt like if you mess up your character that you might as well start over. The reason why it feels that way is because I haven't gotten far enough to find the dude that actually resets your skills for you. The dude is, is called a mystic. And once you get past Delphi, apparently they start showing up. And I've yet to, I guess I may have not even noticed him if I have found one yet, but they do exist. So that's pretty cool that they, they only reset your skill points, but they do reset. So that, that's given me a, a better feeling about Titan quest. Cause I was about ready to just set it down because I felt that I, I may have messed up my character. Well, now I, I feel that, you know, Hey, I can go back and fix it. So that's
2: pretty cool. Hey, can that's you remind me? Oh, what, what's up? Liz? Yeah, Let me talk. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Brian. No. Uh... No, i say that's good to know, because I've kind of been doing the same thing. I've kind of been frustrated, because I feel like I made some bad choices with my character, and I haven't pointed a whole lot, so I guess I'll have to keep going and see if I can fix him. Yeah, uh, you definitely
1: can, which, uh, that, that makes me happy that you can. Yeah, definitely. Now, what were you saying, Liz?
0: Remind me what the heck Titan Quest is. Is this <laughs> a new game?
1: <laughs> well, it's not exactly new, but it is on, uh, on Steam. It's... And it really feels like Command and Conquer, but first person. Kind of. It has that feel to it.
2: But I'm it is... Age of Empires, right? Is it more Age of Empires? Age of know? Empires. Thank you. Age okay. of
1: Empires. But uh, put in Titan Quest on on your Steam. And it'll pop up. It has a few different ones like Titan Quest. And then the expansion, Titan Quest Immortal Throne. And this game, is it's it's damn good. It was surprisingly good.
0: You know what, I'm just going to go ahead and apologize for any iTunes reviews you get with like, That girl doesn't know what Titan Quest is. Don't do that, people. Okay, that's
1: all I have to say. <laughs> all right, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy about Titan Quest. I really want to get back into it now that I know that I can reset my skills. It feels like the game kind of opens up more. Because there's a lot of games that you can't reset your skills. Uh. Like... Torchlight 2 won't let you reasonably reset your skills. It's, yeah, you can reset a couple of them. You can reset a couple, and you can use console codes to reset your <laughs> skill. But it, you know, also with... Uh, you know, that was one of the things with Skyrim that irritated me. Is that you yeah. couldn't reset your skills. You had to remake your character.
0: Or you could just, you know get more skills <laughs> right but <laughs> you can keep leveling up
1: eventually you're going to get to that level where you there is no more levels
0: yeah i, I have been there it, a few times
1: because i know interested. that doesn't make sense to a lot of people if you haven't played skyrim but there actually is a point where you've leveled everything up so high that you just stop gaining levels not that you can't continue if there were some magic force to let you continue gaining levels but you just stop Having the ability to gain levels in that game, and you and...
0: kind of don't want to because you're already overpowered. You could look at something and it dies.
1: Yeah, but still, I, I like to. You know, I'm one of those people who enjoy playing with things that make my character look different on a daily basis. Like in Diablo Three, I love the banners. I'm Just... a I know that Liz hates me for it.
0: I don't hate you for it. I I, I think you've been guided the wrong way.
1: <laughs> wow. Is it or wrong else have a really that good I
0: computer monitor that you can actually see this stuff on it?
1: Is it really wrong that I want to look pretty?
0: Do you feel pretty?
1: Oh, so pretty. In pretty and witty and you're going to
0: be singing on this i know it
1: <laughs> i like i like to be able to play with my characters like that on a daily basis i like to just i feel bored today i'm going to switch my character around to, to play it like this or i'm going to switch it around to play it like that i like it when you, when games include that sort of you know ease in in crafting your own character from the inside and I, that's one thing I like about Diablo 3 is you can, at any time, flip between your different skills. Yes, once you have Nephilim Valor, you're kind of stuck into it for a, a few minutes. But, honestly, you can flip your skills at any time to do whatever the hell you want with that class.
0: Well, seriously, by the time you actually stop and restart the game, you know, the next time you play, that's when you can, you know, the Nephilim Valor doesn't really matter because you yeah. can just read build it. You know, right. And it, it's,
1: it. it's very easy to rebuild Nephilim Valor. It's I mean, yeah. how hard is it to get five kills if you're not yeah, in man, act I four? <laughs> yeah. So really it, it's, I, I like when games include that. And that was one thing that was irritating me with Titan quest. Cause I hadn't found that, but finding out that, that that actually is in the game, it makes me feel better about Titan quest as a whole. And I'm, I'm very happy to hear it. So, anywho, um, enough about me. Let's actually talk about, uh, Brian. I know that you actually played a little bit of D3 too.
2: Yeah. Been playing a little bit of Diablo this week. I didn't have a ton of time with the holiday and everything, but, um, I started a new wizard because I was using wizard in the hardcore challenge and she died a horrible, horrible death very quickly. Right. We talked about your uh, sneeze fit last week. Yeah. 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 Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry that was funny yeah yeah so i started a new wizard because i haven't played a wizard other than um in that challenge and so i'm trying trying the wizard out now um I, I started out messing around with the the monster powers trying to make them you know really high and see how high i can get it and still be good and well i it's on one now let's just put it out oh <laughs> <way. laughs> Uh, I started on ten. I think the first little guy there in the beginning intro area. I think he killed me. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I've backed it down. It's it, it's tough. It's I mean it's fun to have it on those those challenging levels and you know get some good drops occasionally. But I just I can't handle it. So, um, so I'm doing that. Playing the wizard got her all the way just about to the the skeleton king. I'm about to. I'll probably get there you know later tonight when I hop on. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I had a chance for in Diablo this week. But uh, I like the wizard. She's okay. Yeah? I like my demon hunter better, but she's oh, all right.
1: Oh, <laughs> you better not start a fight with Liz. You know she's a wizard.
2: You might. Yeah, I know. And
0: I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, well, maybe he just doesn't like ranged characters, and then you said you had the demon hunter, and I was yeah. like, oh, it's on.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it don't don't hurt me, but yeah, that's that's how I feel. So You actually sound
0: frightened. It's awesome.
2: Well, I'm shaking, so I guess I am. Man. <laughs>
1: Um real quick before we actually get into what else you've done this week, I do want to say on the fact that you know it's that time of year that the 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 end of the year when awards shows start coming out right around the holidays and speaking of Diablo 3, Diablo 3 has been nominated for two different awards this year uh for Spike's VGA 2012 which is the Video Game Awards. And uh It was actually picked as one of the nominees for Best RPG, as well as one of the nominees for Best PC Game of the Year. And you can actually go to uh, Spike.com, I do believe, and click on their VGA 2012 link, and it'll bring you to where you can vote for the nominees. Well, it, it doesn't really let you vote directly. It lets you choose your favorites, and then that may sway the way that they choose theirs.
0: So really, I mean, you just get to put in your say, and somebody else yeah. is going to choose anyway. Okay. Right.
1: So, whoever paid the most... So, congratulations Call of Duty for buying Game of the Year. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself,
0: actually. No, I went on there and I voted for that, yes. Also vote for SSX for Best Sports Individual Game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's it. <laughs> but, you know, really, I I'm... I know that Diablo 3's been through some rough times. It has. It, it 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 came out, it was kind of... There were a few things that needed to be fixed right off the bat. But they did. And honestly, the Diablo 3 that we're sitting with today is where it should have been released with originally. And it feels good. It feels right. And it feels good. It feels good. <laughs> is this the worst thing on my own? <laughs>
0: thank you, thank you, I needed that
1: Thank You're you. welcome And I honestly believe it deserves The best PC game At least For what it's up against But
0: it... Do you remember any of the others It was up against for PC game?
1: I want to say it was up against Borderlands 2
0: Probably was I didn't even look It was the first choice on that And I was like, okay Click
1: um, let's see, it's up against Guild Wars 2, Torchlight 2, and XCOM. Which, you oh. know, that's like picking between two of your fi- your kids. Picking between Diablo 3 and Torchlight 2. That's rough. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm. Yeah.
1: That is really rough. And honestly, I haven't given XCOM a fair shake, but I'm not a fan of Guild Wars 2.
0: Now... Okay, if I held a gun to your head, which I, I'm likely to do anyway, Diablo three. And, okay,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just wanted to check.
1: I, I would, know. I would pick Diablo three because it's the most rounded of the two games. It okay. it is the most full, most rewarding of the two games. Where Torchlight, it's more of the casual game that you can just play whenever and it, it doesn't really matter.
0: Like when you're waiting for your pizza to arrive or something. Right. Okay. But
1: Diablo it's if you're playing it it feels like an investment. Okay. It feels That's like something's going to stay with you for every second you put into the game.
2: Yeah, it, I would agree with that.
1: So it, think... it just on that alone I feel that it's the more deserving of the two for the for the award but that's just my opinion on it and i honestly that's what it's all about this is a award show it's all about your opinion if you feel different don't get mad at me for saying i like it vote your heart out that's what it's about
0: now when did the vgas occur since you're obviously already on the site (laughs)
1: uh vgas look like it's gonna be december 7th
0: oh i might be traveling back because i was gonna say let's have a um dungeon crawler podcast uh, vga party t- yeah tweet party
1: <laughs> we may That'd do that awesome. anyway
0: <laughs> I think that is awesome i actually i, I might fun. be in the car like i said but i might tweet while driving
1: that, that's <laughs> uh illegal you don't know I, here.
0: Don't, it says texting while driving it's, it's illegal doesn't say anything about tweeting.
1: Okay, well you bring that up in a court, and I'm sure I'd love to hear how that turns out. <laughs> Speaking of awards, before we get back to Brian and bugging him how he's doing, uh, Mike Morheim was awarded Technical Entrepreneur of the Year. That's right, President and co-founder of Blizzard Entertainment, Mike Morheim. Which, if you don't know, the dude's a pretty good dude. He he is well deserving of this award, and he was awarded the Technical Entrepreneur of the Year. By the U.S. Ernst and Young Entrepreneur of the Year program, and the, you know he. This is what the uh, American director of the awards, Brian P- Perch, Brian Perch, had to say about Morheim, and this is a direct quote. To use his words, Morheim was, has unleashed his inner geek, creating a cultural phenomenon that is unparalleled in the gaming industry. Moorheim brings a commitment to quality to his customers and an inclusive work environment to his company. Both of which contributed to the immense success of Blizzard Entertainment. And that's really what it is. In these, If I have to say that there's one company out there that I can say without a doubt is dedicated to the games, not just to the money, it's Blizzard.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah, they, they, so they put everything they can into these games, whether they fans really hate them do. or love them. They're they're pouring a heart into them.
1: They they heart and soul into these games. And I I gotta say, Mike Moreheim is well deserved with this award, and I'm glad to hear that he's getting his recognition. All right. Anywho, um, enough of us touting Blizzard. I know that we. I'm I'm a Blizzard fanboy, and I'm willing to stand up for it. But uh, let's. <laughs> <laughs> let's actually hear what else is going on. Um, Brian, anything else neat going on?
2: Well, I played a little torchlight this two this week as well. Um, not a whole lot, but I wanted to try out the ember mage. I haven't played that character yet. Yeah. Uh, so I started that a little bit, uh, this week and I haven't gotten very far yet. I've been just playing around the first few levels there and trying to level up a little bit, but I don't know. I don't, I don't like the ember mage all that up. I don't all that much. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but, uh, it seems really slow to me. Seems not very powerful, and I mean maybe it's because I've been playing the engineer, so comparatively mm-hmm. it's just not the same. But I don't know. I, I might not play this one all the way through at the end because I'm just not enjoying it very much. But I don't know. Have you guys have you played that one, Dave? I know. Yeah,
1: I've actually played both. I played the Ember Mage as well as an Engineer, and oh. honestly, I enjoy the Ember Mage gameplay more than the Engineer. But hands down, the Engineer is the better class. It's more survivable, does more damage, and it feels like you're actively playing the environment instead of trying to get yourself in a position that you can just destroy everything. But yeah, the Ember Mage, personally, I love the Ember Mage passives. To me, that's what the Ember Mage is all about. I love the passives on this. I love the different abilities that you can just have static shields and stuff up. Oh, I love the Ember Mage. It's very much worth it.
2: Okay, well, I'll I'll keep trying it then. I won't give up on it yet. I was just I wasn't too sure so far. I was kind of kind of bored, but uh, it, I'll keep trying. It's it
1: snowballs. It, it starts out small and then it starts rolling, and the Ember okay. Mage just gets crazy. Uh, now you got to figure the Ember Mage. You want to be you want to cross pollinate. You want more than one type of damage happening at one time. Okay. So don't just go into the ember mage and say, "Oh, I'm going all frost." That ain't gonna make right. you have a good day. You want to have the different passives. You want to have the different bonuses that can, that can apply. And and ember mage is all about just crazy amounts of damage. It's so much fun.
2: Okay. Well, that sounds pretty good, actually. I guess I guess I'll keep going then. I wasn't sure, but you've convinced me. So yeah.
1: <laughs> I try. I try.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, um, uh,
1: one other thing, and I know that you're about to get into this, uh, Steam is having its sale for the fall, which is, I, I don't know, it's a hop, skip, and a jump away from its sale next one month for winter, because I guess that's how seasons work now, one month away from each other. <laughs> but anywho, they are having its sale, which is dropping right on Black Friday, all these different great games are on sale, and I know one in particular, Brian, you said you picked up, right?
2: Yeah, I was a little curious in uh, Dungeon Siege 3. I played the first couple a little bit, not not a whole lot. I I didn't love them, but, you know, they, they were they were fun for a little while. But uh, I have a couple friends who, actually, I might not be friends with them anymore, but uh, <laughs> they said they loved it. But then I, I bought the game, which fortunately was only 12 bucks on Steam, but then I go and look at reviews and everybody's trashing the game. So now I don't know what to think. I, I haven't played it yet, but uh, my friends... You know, may have just been screwing with me and cost me 12 bucks. But uh, <laughs> um, it, it looks good. It looks like it's got, you know, some good gameplay. It's different a little bit than, like, the Diablo games because it's – I think it's a little bit different um, approach to the to the, the strategy that you have to take in the game. But I don't know. It, it looks fun. I'm going to give it a shot, and I'll, I'll report back next week, I guess.
1: Good. And you know what? It really looks like one of those games that you have to play to decide how you like it. It yeah, really does.
2: I, I think so.
1: But. Um, along with the different sales this week, uh, Diablo went on sale for $40 instead of 60. Am I right on that? Let me t- triple check. I
0: think so. Um, yeah.
1: Was it 40 instead of 60? It may,
0: it may have even been 30, but I'm not, I, I vaguely remember a tweet that said 30, but we might yeah, as um, well check.
1: It was thirty nine ninety nine, and that's actually two days left on that sale. um, but you got to believe that if they're going to have a sale for Christmas, which I'm sure that they're going to have another one, the sooner or the closer we get to Christmas. This is the sort of prices that they're going to have to compete with for Christmas. So expect it 39.99 or less before Christmas actually hits. Cross your fingers and hope because this would be this is a great time to get that Diablo 3 for the person in your family who's like you know, I want it, but I don't want to pay full price for it. This is going to bring it down to a reason, more reasonable price uh, for the holiday season. As well, StarCraft II is, was on sale for nineteen ninety nine dollars 99 from $40. $40. Um, on top of this, uh, which actually affected me, and I'm, I'm definitely going to shout it out. Um, Blizzard put World of Warcraft on sale, the battle chest, which is normally 20 for $5.00. This this past week for Black Friday.
0: No, uh Didn't they just have the eight-year anniversary of, of World of Warcraft? Yeah. Yeah.
1: See, I knew that. Okay. I keep that's... up with this. <laughs> it's It was neat, but it didn't affect the price. The price was that it, it was brought down
2: <laughs> <laughs> to
1: $5. And you know what? My sister, she just got a new computer, and that's what she said she wanted. So she wants WoW. I'm getting her WoW. That's how it works. Anyway, so it supposedly was... Five dollars at Target and GameStop. Target opened up, and I went there. And not only was it not five dollars, they had no clue about this sale being active at all. In fact, I sent a message, a tweet to tw- from Twitter, to Target, asking them why they would not uphold their prices. They said that they not only didn't, were not going to uphold this price, but they wouldn't even price match their own sale on the Black Friday days, which was November 22nd to 24th. And that's their quote from ask, from at AskTarget on Twitter.com. If they don't like the bad publicity for not upholding their own sales, that's their quote. So they can deal with that. This is the exact same thing happened with uh, certain GameStops also opted out of this sale.
2: Yeah, that just seems like bad business.
1: <laughs> it's very bad business. I don't you know, it's Black Friday. If you're going to make yeah. an agreement on a corporate level to sell something like this, you mean, if you're going to shun any one major game developer, <laughs> I'd recommend not trying to shun Blizzard.
2: Yeah, one of the world's most popular games and you're going to, you know, put this bad publicity out there for your own store. That can't be good.
1: That's insanely bad business, target. Yeah. Anywho, um, guess I won't
2: be buying baby formula from there anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm not sure if they had a Black Friday deal on that, but I'm definitely going to think twice before I go in there shopping around for um, video games. Anyway, speaking of games coming out for on Black Friday or or damn near close to it, I have something for us to talk about, and that's Baldur's Gate. And I know this was a promise that we had for all of our listeners that we would cover Baldur's Gate when it was time. And guess what, bro? It's time. Yeah. Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition will be releasing in four days from now, which is November 28th. The release will include a remastered version of both Baldur's Gate and its expansion pack, The Tales of Sword Coast. Now, this is being developed by Overhaul Games, which... I've never heard of them, so I'm going to give you a, a little bit of a brief description of them. They're a division of Beamdog, which, again, I've never heard of them. But they're apparently Beamdog is a development co- company which is made up of a lot of ex-Bioware employees. And I'm hoping it's the good Bioware employees. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry.
1: <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> the, okay. Yes, yes, I played. I played SWTOR. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, they were. The, they need jobs. They were out of jobs.
1: <laughs> Anywho, um, but the, the, this Beam Dog actually has this game, the Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. Beam Dog was working with Atari, who was the publisher of this game, and during the time that this game, the Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, was being published are being actually remastered, I should say. Um Atari was had control over the studio which created the Neverwinter Nights games. So you, you gotta think. This Baldur's Gate, which honestly I tried before and didn't really care for, but it's now been picked up completely reworked completely remastered and by the group of people who we know can work on games like this they're from Bioware they have gaming experience they're not coming in blind on top of that they're right at hand's length from guys who've made great dungeon crawlers like Neverwinter Nights which honestly is one of my favorite all-time favorite games Neverwinter Nights if you don't know is a game pretty much exactly like Baldur's Gate but and and it also runs off of the uh, SRD D twenty, uh, which is the Dungeons and Dragons rule book. Both of these games are built off of the Wizards of the Coast Dungeons and Dragons rule books. So they they literally are working with all the guys that you want to build this game perfect. It was built practically from the ground up. Has over four hundred enhancements credited directly to the team but on top of that they're promising additional downloadable content which will come out in the future as well they've included mod support so yeah anyone playing this game can now mod it which was a really cool thing i've liked from playing neverwinter nights they allowed you to make areas i'm i'm envisioning that for Baldur's gate enhanced I'm really hoping to see that. Now, on top of all of this, you'd expect them just to release this game, say, have a great time, we'll we'll give you downloadable content that you can pay for. Well, guess what? That's not all. On top of that, they'll be giving live, free, automatic updates. Yeah, that's right, you're going to get your patches to fix all the little things that may be wrong with the game, or that you may want to see fixed with the game. I'm I'm so excited that they're redoing such a wonderful game. Now, I I personally may not have been the, the fanboy of this game, but from what I'm hearing that they're doing to it, I'm becoming a fanboy pretty damn quick.
0: Do you want to mess around and make your own levels and stuff like that? Are you going to do it personally?
1: I personally did make my own levels with Neverwinter Nights. Oh, you did?
0: Absolutely. Aww.
1: And, you know, this is going to be kind of nostalgic for me. To be able to have a brand new game that will let me do the same sort of thing. That's pretty cool.
0: you going to have a contest with your listeners to see who makes the best stuff?
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'll i definitely tout any anything that our listeners, if you want to make a... Uh, uh, shoot, we have Brian right here. Brian, how hard would it be to link a file of a, of a wonderful uh, map made by a listener? on our pretty site
2: easy. Pretty, pretty easy pretty easy <laughs>
1: so if we get a map if we love it if we love it so much it it's a hop skip and a jump just to throw it on our site and and say here check it out here's a wonderful from one of our listeners so i you know this is this is pretty cool with how much they're putting into this game and
2: Sorry, Dave. I no, was just going to say there's a lot of cool stuff that they're doing to this. I, I also didn't play the first one, but I played the second one a lot, and I, I liked it. And uh, if they're putting this much care into redoing this and adding more content to it and updating it, and, I mean, this sounds great. <laughs> I, I can't wait to check this out.
1: Yeah, and I'd like to say, bef- before we move on, they're remaking Baldur's Gate 2 as well. They are remaking Baldur's Gate 2, making it another Enhanced Edition, which is for future release. But here's the neat thing. They never made Baldur's Gate 3. But if the sales of Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition and Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced Edition are where they want it, uh, Overhaul Games has announced that they will be making uh, Baldur's Gate 3 or I am sorry. Beamdog announced that they will be making Baldur's Gate 3. So That's cool. That's pretty neat that they're basically remaking games that you may already enjoy and love and want to see remade. On top of that, using that money to basically crowdfund the next one in line. So that's that's a great way to revive a beloved line of games. Yeah, that's, I'm I'm that's glad really to cool. see this this series come back to life. Definitely. Anywho, have you all noticed it's like dungeon crawlers are just like the thing nowadays. Everything's a dungeon crawler. Everybody wants to be a dungeon crawler. That's what it is. They're all they're all <laughs> wanting to be like us. That's what it's what it is. Anywho, um, speaking of dungeon crawlers, uh, Borderlands Two. Brought out a brand new campaign of uh, the second downloadable content campaign. It's third downloadable content, but it's second downloadable content full campaign. And this one goes with Mr. Torque's campaign of con- carnage. It was released on November 20th. And this campaign plot is centered around a brand new vault discovered in Pandora and buried at the center of a giant crater it's called the ba crater of baitude that that's i was censoring <laughs> but yes it, it, it apparently you have to... it's a brand new uh moxie's thunderdome mixed with the uh the this is mr torque from torque's gun corporation it, you know it, it feels like the old downloadable content from the previous game they're reincarnating it in a brand new light, so it's pretty cool. Anywho, um, there will be a few appearances by Tiny Tina as well as Mad Moxie. I'm sure throwing a fit about the brand new tournament, so I'm I'm really excited to hear how this one goes. So, as soon as I get the money to actually put towards this, I'm picking it up and I'm going to be playing through it. Um, now before we get into our PSO news of the week, I want to bother Liz. Yay! (laughs) Liz!
0: I'm sorry, I'm still writing because I'm starting to think of all these different things about what I'm going to talk about.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, let's get into it. Liz, we brought you on. Specifically, I I actually, I do want you on because I love hearing you talk about the different games, and I'm going to keep bringing you back. But the first reason why I have you on this week is to talk about Marvel's Heroes. (laughs) Um, am, am I, am I, is that the name, the exact name? Marvel Heroes?
0: Marvel Heroes. Okay. Yes. It's going to be... It's. It, they actually describe it exactly like Diablo. They say, this is like Diablo, only with Marvel characters. And this makes me squee in my pants. And you know this. <laughs> 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 and that's why you brought me on, so I could do this on air. No, this is going to be awesome. But they have not... Uh, told us all the characters that we're going to be able to play yet i think there are what five six characters left that they haven't announced
1: there are 10 empty slots Oh, ten. yes and i know that it could just be spacers that they have but
0: no it they like to they like to bring these characters out like three at a time i think the last time they announced characters was at new york comic-con which was no it was october yeah, so, yeah, it was last month, actually. It's not mm-hmm. December yet. <laughs> but, yeah, so the last three, they came out, I think they announced, like, uh, Squirrel Girl or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they haven't announced Gambit yet, and I'm really getting nervous. There's only ten spots left.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you made me cry because you told me that I hadn't really been following it, and I'm really mad that I haven't had my, uh, my uh, what is it called?
1: your beta invite my beta
0: test yeah i, I, I just put my day
1: day. beta in today
0: Ugh, i put mine in like 2 months ago
1: well let's cross our fingers okay uh, now the thing is is you realize this game is going to be sort of like if diablo met marvel ultimate alliance
0: which is exactly what i want <laughs> It, I, I well, you didn't like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I didn't
1: really care for it because it was um god awful. Well but,
0: I liked the uh, the, uh, the precursor to that. What was the Age of Apocalypse once um for the X Men.
1: Okay. That was what I liked. Anyway. Well let's ahead. let's I'm hoping and praying that this one's better. And it looks better. It visually it looks better. You know, they don't look like cartoon drawings of smushed down versions of themselves. They actually look like themselves, which is neat.
0: Well, if it's a lot like Diablo, and from what I've seen, it looks exactly like Diablo. I mean, yeah. the characters are going to be so small, it doesn't matter. It just really matters what their abilities are, which I'm a little concerned because they've got, like, Luke Cage on here, which doesn't – as far as I remember, he doesn't really have any abilities, which is kind of weird. And Black Panther, I don't know. Um, they've got Cable on here, which you were yelling about, which was hysterical. Oh my god,
1: I hate Cable.
0: I hate Cable so much.
1: Honestly, but they –
0: that's The
1: thing that really irritates me is that they have it's obvious that they have some of the characters on here just to have the characters on here. We have Colossus Hulk and the thing, which in gameplay perspective, how could you make a difference between those?
0: They're the very same. And you know what? The funny thing is, is that I think what they're going to do is they're going to pull something from the ultimate alliance games is that you get team bonuses, uh, depending on who you've got in your team. Like if you've got all the fantastic four or the freedom foundation, I think that's what they're called now. Maybe they're back to fantastic four again. I can't you, remember, but, but um, <clears throat> they're good. Like if you choose all X-Men or all women, you get a, you get a boost for that. That's what they used to do. I have a feeling they're going to do that again. So, um, if you have this particular characters with the different, uh,
1: Oh, that's great. Uh, so sets. now the guy who wants to play Deadpool can't have a good time with anybody.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, Deadpool, actually, he was with the X-Force, and he was with... He was and had a
1: horrible time. Yes, I know.
0: No, Deadpool's a great character, because yeah, he's, also, he's cool. ranged, and he has a, a, a regeneration.
1: That's well, great. Yeah, that's the cool thing, is that each of the different characters not only has multiple, you know, certain specific identifiable, you know, that character only abilities, but they also have shared abilities that different characters, you know, have... That, like, certain ones have regeneration. Like, you're going to see regeneration on Deadpool. You're going to see regeneration on Wolverine. You're also going to see stuff, I'm sure, like, you know, reduced incoming damage on the Hulk and the Thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're going to see stuff like that. And you're going to have different abilities, like lasers is going to be the same on Cyclops as it is on Iron Man. It may be a different color, but I'm sure it's going to be the same.
0: I've, I've played those two different characters, and on the other particular, you know, the previous games... Mm-hmm. Like Iron Man stuff is way different than Cyclops. Cyclops really does just do the beam. And if you add him to a team on the previous games, like I said, he adds like a leadership bonus or something like that. But, you know, they can make these very different. I don't see how Hulk and Colossus are going to be that different. Uh, or I guess
1: one of them screams his own name while the other one just stands there.
0: And paints because that's what Colossus does. <laughs> I don't know how they're going what they're gonna do with Rocket Raccoon and Squirrel Girl though. That's hysterical to me that they're on here. Oh my god! But I would bump them in a heartbeat if they could put Gambit back in.
1: <laughs> yeah, just I could name five people off of this list. You could just go away and bring in Gambit. Nova, Punisher. Uh, you know that and the Human Torch.
0: No, how- Human Torch is pretty good.
1: I how they they have the Human Torch and Captain America on here. So? It's like, that, that irritates me.
0: Those are so, those are
1: different. They're both Very... played by Chris Evans. Uh,
0: which means they're hot.
1: Okay, the Human Torch is on fire. He's flaming. There's a difference.
0: Well,
1: uh, let's okay. not even get into that. <laughs> That's for a different show. Set it aside. Okay. Let's let's go ahead. Let's move on. First off, the thing is, is that the game still is in closed beta. And I'm sure we're going to get into a lot more in depth once we're actually able to speak about it. Um, I'm sure if we get into the closed beta, we'll be under NDA and not able to speak about it. But once open beta starts, it'll feel and play. We'll actually be able to get into it, feel it out a little bit more, and give a better description of what's going on. And honestly, it looks good. The The presentations that they've given, it looks decent. Now, I'm so I, excited for this. I'm i know sorry, that I just
0: had to say it again.
1: <laughs> the thing is, is, a lot of people are scarred because of DC Universe Online. Really? DC Universe was... You know, I played it. I i i have a max level character in that. And DC Universe was boring. Really? It just got boring.
0: That's because the X-Men weren't in it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't want people to judge this game based on that. And I, I, I want to say that having these limited characters they do have to stick to that character's persona and storyline but hopefully that just makes it better and it's not just hey here's a random person you know dropped into a dungeon defeat them
0: well yeah i think it also well as player i would get really attached to like my personal favorites you know just because, and so I will make that character work no matter what. I'm one of those people that I don't, even, even if the game sucks, I won't know it because I'll be so enthralled because these are my people, you know?
1: Right. <laughs> like, these are that, my characters. Conversely, if they mess up those characters, you'll notice it.
0: I, I might notice it, but then I might be like, oh, I can see how that can happen. I I just don't know.
1: They They, they the really, they are in a situation that they have to tell a good story because that's, Honestly, that's what the the comic book characters are all about—a good story.
0: Well, speaking of the story, it's being written by by the legendary Brian Michael Bendis, who does like you know New Avengers, Daredevil. Um, he did House of M, uh, Ultimate Spider Man. I mean, he's a good author. So I'm, of course, that last X Men game that wasn't a dungeon crawler, but that was written by uh, Mike Carey, and it wasn't very good. So, Ugh.
1: well, hopefully this one anyway, is. Yeah. And it when is it scheduled to release? Is there a date yet?
0: I don't know. That's what I was looking up, and then I, got I was trying
1: to it. find that, and I couldn't even find a date for release yet. But um, as soon as we have one, it's... now before we before we wrap up on this, I want to give a, a definite a, a more detailed view on this game. Um, it is going to be completely free to play. Yes. Okay, so you can download it and play it once it's released. You can play it, have a good time. You can pick. Any character you want, but certain ones will be locked out, and you'll have to purchase that character or that skin. Really, to be play that character, yes. Not oh. all of them are going to be available right off the bat.
0: Now, do they do they talk about them being unlocked? Because I know that's what they've did in previ- done yes. in previous games. Okay. You'll,
1: you'll, there's an in-game store, just like the cash shop, that you can purchase heroes and items for those heroes.
0: Yeah, but you're talking about real money. I was talking about, like, oh, complete the game once and you unlock Juggernaut or something. Well,
1: I'd I'd be, I'm sure that they're going to have some type of reward system in-game. It's ridiculous not that they wouldn't. But let's just hope and pray that whatever you can unlock in-game, you can also unlock, or unlock in the store, you can also unlock in-game. Okay. That's what I want to see, personally.
0: Just to let you know now, I'm going to be playing all girls, unless Game It comes out.
1: This is where I get to make Gambit's of lady jokes, right? Yes, yes. Okay. I was going to
0: open you up for that so I could beat you down later. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: uh, all right. Now, they are promising iconic superheroes from the Marvel franchise. So cross your fingers. It, we, there's got to be some good ones, right? That means what? Like uh, Brainiac? <laughs> God. Uatu, the all-knowing. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm I'm kidding. That's DC, isn't it?
0: What if you could play as Stan Lee? Oh my god! He just goes around like schmoozing everybody like, hey, true believers! Every time a
1: different hero walks past him, he calls him a different person. (laughs) Hey, you drive that bus in my movie, right? Hey, you're that dude are. Okay, that's it. Uh, Anyway, Uh, Stan Lee, you're awesome. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, Alex like Sam Lee's listening to this. He is. Let's hope. All right, moving on to one last thing before we, we wrap up the show. Uh, we do want to say that PSO2 will be releasing on the PlayStation Vita. That's right. It's hitting the PlayStation Vita in Japan for download on February 28th, 2013. So I'm guessing that around February 28th, we're going to be receiving word as to how it's going to come to U.S. Because, you're talking
0: about Fantasy Star Online, right? Yes, this is
1: Fantasy <laughs> Star Online 2. And it's going to be hitting the, the PlayStation Vita, as I said, but it'll be on the same servers as the PC version. Oh. So the people playing on the Vita will be able to play with the people playing on the PC. In fact, you'll be able to play your same character on either platform and interact in the same world.
0: Not a lot of games
1: do that, do they? No, that's so cool. This is new. This is very groundbreaking. In addition to purchasing the game, which it looks like the game with all the, the extra stuff with it is going to end up being about $64 for the PlayStation Vita, which is kind of a hefty price. But you're getting a bunch of extra stuff with it. Uh, it's coming with a bunch of the extra costumes that are in the, the PlayStation Portable 2 previous uh PlayStation P or PlayStation Portable. The the Fantasy Star Portable 2 uh costumes, you'll be able to have those in PSO2. On top of that, the previous game, play Fantasy uh, Star Portable 2, weapons, you'll be able to have those as well as the uh, soundtrack with a bunch of songs from the the previous uh PlayStation Portable games. It, it's called Fantasy Star Portable and it's on the PlayStation Portable. Both of them or anagrammed PSP. It's so irritating.
0: Now, um, you do know that Christmas and my birthday are coming up,
1: right? <laughs> well, this is a free-to-play game on the PC, so...
2: <laughs> so, happy birthday.
1: Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> also, this will be coming with a few in-game items, which are pretty neat. It'll have a mag evolution device for your mag, so a special evolution just for the people who purchase this. As well, you're going to have 30 days of the premium set ticket you'll be able to have uh, the basically remember me talking about the whole thing where you can change a game from just a dungeon crawler into being an mmo you'll have 30 days time of it being in the mmo where you have access to your room access to your shop ec- access to all the extra stuff that people who pay monthly for the game will be able to have on top of that the final thing you get is a thousand fun ticket points which those are used for buying uh, scratch cards in-game, which allow you to have a chance at bonus uh, items, like different things, like stuff for your house or different costumes or sometimes even weapons and uh, experience bonus items.
2: So those are random? They're Like you said, they're like yes. scratch tickets? You don't know what you, you're going to get? Okay. Right. You
1: purchase them and you scratch them off and you get different things. That's cool. I would so. be so addicted to those oh my god they are so addictive. basically you get phone fun, fun points for interacting with other people in game
0: i'd have so many of them then because that's all yeah. i like to do instead of fighting people
1: yeah you you get them <laughs> for talking to people for for grouping <gasps> with people for oh, um sending people. people congratulations whenever they get a new item or level up
0: oh you're talking about other
2: wow. players yes oh never mind <laughs> do you mind. like to talk to your enemies in the game? Is that what you do? No, I
0: like to talk to other other NPCs
1: Okay, uh. well that's called playing the game
0: <laughs> Oh, I have to talk to people Okay
1: Yeah, you actually this, It's part of the game You get bonuses for being social
0: Can I just be social with the two of you?
1: Effectively, no But <laughs> you can You definitely can
0: <laughs> I'm scared of people
1: People scare me. They do. What if they're mean? What if they're mean? What if they don't like me on my first day to school? Yeah. Oh my god. Of you, Liz. So...
2: I know,
0: you're a little bit you're a little trembling. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't bite hard.
2: Yigity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um one last thing before we say goodnights. I'd like for us to mention that this is the last week. ...for the Hard Corner Challenge! We've kind of sort of not been keeping up with the Torchlight Challenge... ...because no one's been sending in any participation for it... ...but that's fine... ...because we have the Monster Power 10 month! is wrapping up, coming to an end! Oh my god! We, oh my goodness! So that means everybody who participated in the Monster Power 10 month... ...send in your email with however far you've gotten... ...and we will shout out every email... From every participant. No matter how far you got. If you died at the gates. If Rumford was all like. Sorry bro. You're not even strong enough to get into town. (laughs) We want to hear about it. And we want to shout you out on air. So send in your email. So we can give you the shout out you deserve. That's send in your email. To DungeonCrawlerPodcast. At gmail.com. And title it. I am a hardcore hero. No matter what. I'm
0: going
1: to do it. Do it. I am. Goodness. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. All right. So, (laughs) um, anywho, speaking of dungeon crawlers, I just may be including the, um, the RPG server that our Minecraft off the record show has, depending on how well it's been going.
0: You know what? That would make a dungeon crawler
1: it depending on how many dungeons we make and how good it feels and becomes as an rpg i may be talking a widget and may include a few highlights depending cuz i really guys that's we do that every sunday night check it out it's a, a lot of fun but specifically if you have minecraft check out our show listen to it and if you like it check out our 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 server Widget has put in a bunch of work and it's awesome. You
0: know what, if I were in that game, I would actually make the Labyrinth from Labyrinth the movie. That would be awesome.
1: I would kill fairies in your labyrinth.
0: You you would want to be hoggle. I, I would make no do. I would make it so do you want to go left or right? Is is there a way that I could make a riddle or something and people have to choose? Yes. <gasps> Oh my God, I want to play this.
1: Yes. Anyway, um, I do want to say thank you, and we want to give our shout-outs to our five-star review for them from this week. It's Marcus Morgan from America. All right, and remember, if we do have paid mentions at the beginning of the show, for a small fee of $10, we'll provide any kind of small ad or shout-out to whomever or commemorate whatever you wish. Please go to our website and use the PayPal donate button, or simply email us, and we'll be happy to point you in the right direction. You can reach us anytime at DungeonCrawlerPodcast.com as well dungeoncrawlerpodcast@gmail.com DungeonCrawlerPodcast at gmail.com is where you can send in all your emails. Remember, if you like to check out all of our cool shows that we have, that's QuestGamingNetwork.com. Once again, we have our record days. Minecraft Off the Record is Sunday nights at 7pm and that's our only show that's live at the moment. Swotor Reforged is Monday nights. Elder Scroll off the record is regularly on Thursdays. Dungeon Crawler, we are moving back to Saturdays. Sorry for uh the weird weeks we've been having lately. The one week that you did it on Wednesday. <laughs> you know, we had a weird week. It was bad. Adrenaline Gaming is Wednesdays, and Quest Legion is looking like it may end up on Fridays. Woo! Twitter. Yeah, Quest Legion. Twitter, you can check us out at Dcrawler Podcast. You can check me out at D-In-Force. Dienforce, D I E N Force. And Brian, you can check him out at Silent Fury 007. You like that, Brian?
2: That sounded great. Thank that, you. that was good. All right. <laughs>
1: Liz, you, you don't worry about Liz. Nobody wants to have okay. her on Twitter. No, Liz is at Mistress, Mistress underscore LeBeau. That's at Mistress underscore Lebeau l-e-b-e-a-u LEBO. thank you sir you can check me out in game if you have uh on diablo 3 at dn number 1737 but beware i'm on at weird times so beware beware <laughs> Dungeon Crawler is a Quest Gaming Network podcast written by all the hosts of Dungeon Crawler. Never give out your account information, grab a battle.net authenticator for D3, and install antivirus and anti-spyware software. Keep them up to date, bro. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. We will see you next time.
2: Bye, guys. Thanks, everybody.
0: Bye, thank you.